How does that go? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Except the guys from God Mode Unlocked, who are recording episode 23, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> and no matter what platform you're listening to us on, welcome to episode 23. In this episode, we're going to talk about giving one of you guys a copy of Atlas, the new pirate MMO. Epic taking over Telltale's The Walking Dead. More next-gen Xbox and Halo rumors. No one cares about Dead Island 2, but the game is apparently making progress. Matt plays Spider-Man 2. I play an actual exciting innovation in Battle Royale. And the story, the tragic story, of The Wolf Among Us 2. Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 23. Ho, ho, ho! Don't shirt your eye out, kid. Welcome to episode 23 of God Mode Unlocked. This is our Christmas special. We're literally recording on uh, Christmas Eve here. We're about five, six hours out from... Uh, Christmas, so happy holidays to everybody. Soon, happy new year. Uh, before we get started with the big news of the week, we are giving away a copy of Atlas through player.gg. Check out our social media to uh, find out how to enter that. It's that big pirate MMO game that it's getting a ton of attention. Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. hearing very mixed things though. There's a crowd that says this has the potential to be game of the year, and then there's a crowd that says this is trash. So. <laughs> Getting a lot of attention, though, and a lot of people are interested. So check out that giveaway. Uh, hopefully the company doesn't mind me saying <laughs> saying what I just said. But let's get right into the big news. So here's... Uh, I want to get your take on this news, because this is one of your babies here. So episode three of the Walking Dead game, the once-canceled Telltale's Walking Dead game, is dropping on January 15th. So pretty quick. It's... You know, a few weeks out. The bigger news is that the game is not exclusive to the Epic Game Store. Unbelievable. So that it, when I first heard that, I was like, wow, that's pretty cutthroat. But the next two parts kind of smooth the edges a little bit. If you already own it on a different platform, they're going to give it to you on that platform. Okay. So they're not ripping it away from you. Good. But if you haven't bought it yet, you got to... Because gotta... that is me. That is me. I own right. it on a different platform. I own it on Xbox. Uh, so if you if or if you bought it through Steam, they're still gonna give it to you. You just can't buy it there anymore. Yeah, you can only get it through the Epic Store. Continuing Epic's aggression. You know that's but, fair though. But well, and here's the other thing that really kind of put a cap on it for me, and then I'll let you take it from there. Epic's actually funding the development of the game. Yeah, so they're the, they're one of the people who saved it. Yeah, that, that's why it's pretty fair. I would say, um, you know, they stepped in, they made a commitment. You know they deserve to see some return on that, and they're being you know they're being fair and honest with everyone. You know if you bought it already on a different platform, you get to have it on that platform right. still. So they're not ripping anyone off really. Yeah, and, no. You know they're, this is actually okay with me because you know otherwise it wouldn't it wouldn't get made. Right, right. I mean without Epic, this like game may have be been completely dead in the water, out yeah. in the cold. And you know so there's you're still gonna have a chance to. Play the game now. I guess only on PC, but you're still gonna have a chance to play the game and finish it if you bought it on a different platform. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty fair. Well, I think they're still gonna release the 
I assume they're still releasing. You can still purchase. I should have looked into this, but I didn't. Like, I imagine on console you'll still be able to buy it because otherwise there's just no way to buy it at all. So I assume you could still buy it on console. Yeah, I'll be real. It's just only PC well, that it's yeah, we'll have to look. epic interest exclusive. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I won't be surprised to find that it is only available on Epic on PC. I don't, unless you bought it already. I don't know. But um, it's, it could go either it, way. It would seem to make sense that they still continue to on console because they're just, I would yeah. assume that they're just like the publisher I mean, I now. can see that point of view too because, you know, they're not really competing against PlayStation and Xbox yeah. necessarily. I mean, they, yet, they do anyway. hate them. But not yet. They but. do ha- they do hate them both. But um, are you are you excited for this? Like, it was the last season actually good up to the point where it yeah kind of left so. off. I, I I really enjoyed the first episode of uh, the final season. That's as far as I got. You didn't play the second one yet. No. See, that's why I got canned. It was right there. No, I, you know, usually, I mean, I played whatever was in the demo. Really, yeah, what I played. Um. Usually I wait for the entire season because yeah, I'm the type that you just play that, through the whole thing. Yeah, I, I can't really just play one episode. And yeah, then, you know, wait. Yeah, months for the next part. Yeah. I can't do that. I, I'll just wait for the whole season. Binge it, and then I play through it all at once. Did you? Uh, I know I sent. I think I sent it to you. Did you see that the Walking Dead TV show totally ripped our logo? Yes. Like it's literally <laughs> the exact same font, the exact same color scheme, the orange on black. Time to contact our lawyers. Oh, my God. I could believe it. Check it out, everybody. You heard it here first. Lawsuit coming against AMC. <laughs> everybody else is suing AMC. Yeah, so. now we're going to get the lawsuit first. <laughs> All right. On to the next thing. Titanfall lives. Kind of officially. A lot of us were speculating about the future of the franchise because Titanfall 2 was sent out to die. Uh, one of the heads of Respawn kind of lashed out at EA during an interview one time, like a EA rep, uh, during a live interview, somebody was interviewing a guy from EA and a guy from Respawn, one of the head of Respawn, and they asked about the future of the Titanfall franchise, and the rep from EA gave this very like non-committed response, like Electronic <laughs> Arts is very committed to the future of Titanfall, like a very PR, yeah. and the guy, the guy from Respawn said, yeah, whatever the F that means. <laughs> so there was obviously some... A little bit of tension there. Yeah, but Respawn has job postings up now that literally cite Titanfall. It doesn't say Titanfall 3, Titanfall 2. It says Titanfall franchise. So yeah. apparently we are going to see some form of new Titanfall game. I think it'll be Titanfall 3, but I guess there's a small chance they could jump genres and try to take it in a different direction. I don't think they will, but... Yeah, I mean, I... I... I said in a previous episode that, you know, just the art style of the game. Something about the art style. It just it doesn't. doesn't it's basically Call of Duty art style, is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the 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 Titans. They just don't do it for me. Well, the, the second one, like I said, I loved the first game. The second game, I thought was just so disappointing yeah. all around. I mean, I just can't get into the universe itself. It's just kind of well, there's no story bland. really. Yeah, I mean, well. On Oliver Risa era, they claim that the second game has the best story of any first person. Yeah, I know. That I is such. Seeing that. I remember seeing so that. So wrong. Just Everybody like, just has like a major like because the robot has like a personality, you know, that like oh my god, he's your partner, you know, like yeah. you you feel sympathy for the robot. Everybody's like oh my god, it's so it's not that great. 
But anyway, Titanfall lives on. I'm guessing that it's actually going to get released next fall, but we will see. Planetside Arena got announced. Remember last episode we were talking about yeah. Daybreak was going to be announcing a new game? So they announced the new game. Planetside Arena got announced. It's out really quickly, January 29th. It's got multiple modes, up to 500 players in the version that's launching. And the main focus is, you guessed it, Battle Royale. That is really the flavor of the week. Well, yes, it is. I mean, if you're making a shooter and 2018 is going to be 2019, you better you better have Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah. Or you're dead in the water. So I'm actually, I, I will play anything Battle Royale, so I'm interested in this. <laughs> I'll be trying it. I I just don't understand it. I mean, like, like I was saying before, I mean, Counter-Strike was basically Battle Royale. With teams. Yeah, with team. teams. Yeah. Bad, team well, only, only two teams. So, I mean, it's not really like a new invention, but... I mean, I guess the maps are bigger, you know. Oh, it's, they're way bigger. Yeah, but that's about it. I mean, I wouldn't call Counter-Strike Battle Royale. Counter-Strike is just running, everybody but shoots each other. man standing. Yeah, but it's round-based. Yeah. Whereas Battle it's Royale is like... 40 but, you know, minutes. Yeah, but you know, I actually think I actually prefer the shorter rounds. Well, you do. Yeah. 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 I don't, I do think that some PUBG games can go on for much too long. Like, yeah. I've played a lot of PUBG, but there's times where, like, I get home at night and I only have, like, an hour to, to game or something. Like, I don't want to sit in there for 40 minutes. Well, I don't minutes. want to play PUBG because I'm going to get, like, one or two games in and I'm going to yeah. go to bed. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I know that feeling. But, so, Planetside Arena is coming January 29th. I'll be playing it. I'll be giving impressions. I'll probably stream it. I I never got to play Planetside. I am interested because, I you know, it's the huge battles is what that game's always known for. You know, 500, 1,000 player game. You know, I can't remember what the game even looks like. It looks I was trying to remember this last time like, we were talking about. I was like, what, what does this game even look kinda like? Kind of like... Um, like, Doesn't it look like Unreal or something? Kind of like Halo meets Unreal meets like. Um, I, I just remember the it's type kind of like Space it, Marine type looking. Anything about yeah, it? Yeah, it's kind of Space reviews. Marine type looking. It you know futuristic sets of armor and yeah. Unreal like guns. I think I'll let you know in a, in a month or so. <laughs> so here was a surprise to pretty much everybody. Uh, there's a Resident Evil 2, they're calling it a one-shot demo coming out, and Xbox Live leaked it. It's probably coming in January, probably coming to multiple platforms. It's yeah, just it's really that it got leaked. see it on Xbox One, or Xbox Live. It just got leaked on Xbox Live. Yeah. But the, the demo itself... I really would have thought... You literally only get to play it once. Oh, you get so one shot. See, I was, I was trying to decide what one shot means. Yeah. It's one You one get play one playthrough and you're done. You can't play it again. Or just literally, maybe they give you one round and you're done? No, no. You get one shot to play it and you're done. I think I would like one round and you're done. <laughs> well, the old... I don't remember, know if you remember the old Resident Evil games, but that's yeah. pretty much what it's yeah. like. Well, we'll see if, if they... We'll see if they up the ammo. I'm so excited for this game. And this one. I, I feel like they're going to have made it more more action. The more footage I see of it, just the more excited I get. I'm worried it's going to be another single-player game I buy and then never touch. It, oh, there's no way. Like, I'm know. still, like, I'll six definitely. hours into Red Dead. I've barely touched it. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. We'll see, hopefully coming when in the new it, year. When's it releasing? We don't know. It's just leaked Isn't it right February? Now. Well, the, no, the full game is in February. Yeah. And it might even be the end of January. I feel like it is. Oh, maybe. 
I feel like it's like the third yeah, or fourth. So maybe you'll see this a week or two before it releases. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be a common tactic. So I want to. I'll really, play the demo for sure. This game really just sort of snuck up on. Well, everybody. see, that's. I thought Capcom did awesome at E3. Because, yeah. Because Capcom brought out RE2 and Devil May Cry 5, uh-huh. and they were both releasing in less than a year. Yeah. And they were already so polished. Yeah. They already looked great, both yeah. of them. Yep. If you're a fan of either franchise, that was like. I mean, you compare that to how Sony showed their exclusives. And how ten years in advance? Yeah, I mean, like you see them again and again and again and again, and it's like you know, after a while, it's like, well, this is cool, but what am I gonna play this? Yeah, for? you know. I yeah. Mean, after seeing it about five times, it starts to get old. Yeah. Before you even have it. Yeah, I mean, I think when it's a when it's a game like The Last of Us Two, they can kind of do that because the first one was so great. You know that no matter how long the second one takes, that the base is going to be there. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. With the new franchise, though, I do think that people kind of go like, because they don't know. It's a question mark. Like, what is this going to be like? Is it yeah. going to be good? Well, then when you wait so many years for it, you just get kind of like. The, the only game that can really get away with it, Death Stranding, opinion, is Death Stranding because it's just so weird. But it's got Hideo Kojima behind it. It's so weird. That's that what you I'm have saying. No idea like, what's happening like here. with a name like Kojima, like you just automatically. You're already hooked. I mean, know? they could they could show that game a thousand times. I could play through it, and I'll probably still won't be able to tell you what's happening. <laughs> All right, so this this is some interesting tech news. Facebook is developing a what they're calling a stable coin, not a not a crypto, but a stable coin. So this is backed by the U.S. dollar. It's wow. going to be like a currency built into Facebook, essentially, and they're debuting in India because I can only assume. That this thing is going to scam people so badly that they want to do it in a country where it's unregulated. <laughs> I don't know anything about it, but uh, that's, that's whenever I see that they're testing a product in like some like you know yeah. market like that, I'm always like, okay, like yeah, something's the, wrong here. The debut to debut it in India, that's that's a really interesting strategy. Um, I, I, I guess I they don't to, really have the. Uh, I would be real curious as to why they chose India. I mean, well, they don't have the trust right now to debut it in America. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I wonder if the thinking is is if they're if they're essentially trying to supplant the, you know, the Indian the currency, currency. There. Yeah. Well, I know they do have a, a developing economy essentially. I mean, you think about it, and yeah, they do have a developing con- economy, and unlike China, where the population is trending very old yeah India's population is growing and trending very young that could be why so I mean the population's probably only going to grow still more so as the economy picks up I mean this is going to be like China times two well and you would obviously want to do something like this in a market where the population is young when you've got older people who aren't even yeah so i mean you think about it and it's it's really good because right now it's still early days in their economy and their currency probably isn't trusted too much yeah yeah so if you think about it this is this could be in the long term an extremely extremely i uh, whenever i hear of currency and stuff i always think back to i think it was in our sixth grade history book it was after world war ii and some guy had taken like the German currency and literally wallpapered his house yeah. with it because it was just the wall, totally or, worthless. Or the, the wheelbarrow yeah. full of cash to get like a uh, like a box of oatmeal. Yeah, exactly. He literally just took out. He wallpapered his house with, with the German. But I mean, you think about how um, we don't have it in America, but apparently in the rest of the world, um, I think it's 
is it WeChat or is it WhatsApp? WhatsApp. Yeah, we have that here, don't we? Yeah, we do, but who uses it? I've heard of people using Nobody it. Nobody in America. I've heard uses of people that. using it. Nobody in America. Uses but anyway, continue. But the the point is, is that, um, in the same way that that app sort of supplanted the SMS, yeah, messenger around the world, maybe they're trying to supplant the weak currency. Yeah, basically. Yeah, with essentially dollars. You know, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna position it to them that hey this is like u.s dollar backed by the u.s dollar yeah. yeah which you know it's not the best time to do that but <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know given i don't know what their the state of their currency is right yeah now, i have no idea you can see how it might appeal to a developing economy yeah so it, it could be a very very interesting thing to do yeah i'm curious to see what happens yeah. with it at least That'd and if, if they take it beyond you know yeah. india all right, so we got a ton of God Mode moments this week. A lot of rumors circulating, a lot of teases for 2019 for next year. So let's start. A lot of this is retreads of things that we've already discussed. I think it's hilarious because we've been discussing Next Generation for since episode one. Yeah. And now, like all these websites are coming out and reporting, like, "Oh, this is happening. We are this like is happening." Next Gen guys. And I don't, I don't think anybody's, you know, ripping our stuff. It's just that we're obviously seeing how things are developing and. Because it's just all pretty accurate of what we're saying. Yeah. So Windows Central and uh, Thorot.com reported this stuff about the next Xbox. So they say that Scarlet is actually codenamed Anaconda. And uh, Xbox is once again positioning themselves, like we predicted, to have the most powerful console. But there will be multiple consoles, but you know the equivalent to the Xbox One X next gen will be more powerful than... PlayStation 5, whatever. You know, it'll be really interesting to me is if, um, you know, if the rumors are that the, the top of the line Xbox next generation is going to have like a, um, you know, a dedicated GPU, which mm-hmm. is a huge departure from consoles mm-hmm. these days, um, or really ever, because they used to have what's called an APU, which is a CPU and a GPU, mm-hmm. like converged into yeah. one. So if it has like a dedicated uh, GPU, that would be a huge departure for a console. And it would, it would I saw, mean it'd be a lot more expensive. I saw somebody reporting, I don't believe this, I didn't even put this in the agenda, that the next Xbox, I, I forget which website it was, but it was a reputable website, yeah. was saying that the next Xbox would be able to do 4K 240 frames a second. Wow. There's no way. Yeah, well, No I mean, way. I don't know. I don't believe it. That would be very interesting. Well, I mean, you think about it, they're, they're pretty reliable in getting 4K 30. They can even get 4K 60 out of a lot of games. Well, I heard that 4K 60 is like their target. Well, with the One X, yeah. they can already get 4K But I mean 60. for the next, like, they'll be like the standard next yeah. gen, 4K well, 60 and, and frames. What I'm saying, though, is that what will be under the hood of the next gen will be a lot more powerful than what's... Oh, yeah. Well, except, you know, maybe the GPU won't be quite so powerful, but... The CPU will be way Well, you know, Phil, more, Phil has said, Phil Spencer, that is, has said that he feels that, you know, the consoles constantly do pretty well with GPUs, but they fall behind in CPUs. They're yeah. never, and I hope that means that the next Xbox, and I assume the next PlayStation as well, because they kind of try to keep up with each other, Yeah. will take that. And this next part was the most exciting to me, that Microsoft is actually eyeing to use an SSD instead of an HD. DD because they want to reduce loading times. Yeah. I have been waiting for this for two generations now. <laughs> I hate 
when I get into a game and I gotta sit there for like a two minute loading time in games. Like I can't stand it. Like I would gladly pay if you tell me I gotta pay an extra hundred dollars for the premium Xbox to have loading times that are five seconds instead of two minutes. Yep. I, I will pay the price. Yep. I'm so psyched by that news. So as we know, the rumors go on. The goal for Project X Cloud is to be able to play the entire Xbox library on any device with any input you want. And rumor has it that Microsoft's working with Razer on new accessories to actually make playing Xbox games <clears throat> on awkward devices like uh, like a tablet or a phone less clunky. Remember in the video they had like a touch interface yeah. and they were playing like Forza or Halo with like a touch screen interface. Yeah. Supposedly Microsoft and Razer are working on like some type of controller adapter or something like that, so you wouldn't have to use, you know, crappy touch screen controls on a phone yeah. to play Halo or whatever. Well, that'd be nice. I, I mean, mean, there's a million solutions out there already. Yeah, yeah. But, you but know, this would be like a first party. Yeah, when Microsoft gets involved, they usually come up with some pretty uh, creative solutions. Well, and Microsoft and Razer are already in bed together with the mouse and keyboard thing yeah. for Xbox, so it just makes sense. Uh, here was also, we've been saying this for months now, the rumor says that all Xbox games and accessories from the Xbox One and Xbox 360 will be backwards compatible with Scarlet, Anaconda, whatever you want to call it now. We'll, be, we'll carry over. So your game library, all your digital purchases from the Xbox 360, Xbox One, will be playable on the Scarlet. You won't lose anything. And I think that's just makes total sense. I can't see them doing it any other way. Oh, They've sure. heavily invested in backward compatibility. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, and I would say, you know, that that's probably actually really good news for PlayStation 2. Because, um, you know... Hopefully that, they do the same thing. Yeah, usually, I mean, they obviously won't be able to do BC with um, PS3. Yeah. But I think the PS4... I think they would be. take... Well, and because we're going to be seeing consoles iterating every two, three years now... Yeah. You're not going to be able to leave your library behind anymore. No. When console generations and, and, and you look at PS4's library, years. And they'd be absolutely insane. Yeah, to this library. Right. The well, and they've got these games that are releasing, you know, potentially great games at the end of the PS4's lifespan, yeah. like The Last of Us Two, Death Stranding, Ghosts of Nagasaki, or whatever that yeah. game's called. And you saw you saw with PS3, um, like when they had The Last of Us released right at the tail end of. The PS3's yeah. life cycle. They just remastered it right. for PS4. I'm sure they'll, you know, the idea was there just to put it on PS4, not necessarily remaster it. And I'm sure they'll want to do that without having to even put any development time into it, yeah. you know, via backwards compatibility. So I'm sure you'll see that on PS4 as well, you know, as they try to keep pace. Yeah, I mean, it, I think Sony would be crazy to not. Yeah, I mean, it would at least PS4 back. It would definitely compatible. be one of the biggest scandals at the reveal. Oh, oh yeah, if, if they said, "Well, it would be like the, it would be PS4. like the original Xbox One reveal, but yeah. on the PlayStation oh, side." I mean, yeah, I mean, the websites would be burning. Oh yeah. All right, so let's move into some more Microsoft news. A job posting for Halo Infinite uh, is asking for people with RPG experience. So. Obviously, the speculation is that there's going to be RPG elements in Infinite. Are you surprised by this? No. Me either. Not at all. How, I, how deep I mean, do you see it going? I I believed that Halo Infinite will be their version of, you know, Destiny, Destiny basically. Destiny, yeah. So, I'm not really at all surprised by this. I think it's if that if it actually turns out to be that 
full-fledged, like, basically Halo Destiny. It'll be hilarious because Bungie wanted to make Destiny, and Microsoft let him go because they didn't want him to make it. It will be hilarious. And here we go, Microsoft has 343 make Halo (laughs) Destiny. So, uh, I, I, I mean, I remember back, like, I don't know. I think, like, when the first Gears of War came out, I remember Cliffy B, who's in our on our agenda for today, stay posted. Uh, he was saying that the future of shooters is RPGs, and he was totally right because like every shooter now has RPG elements, and it, not necessarily like you shoot the guy and numbers come out, not damage yeah. numbers, but yeah. progression systems, leveling up guns, that yeah, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, in fact, as we're sitting here, I'm, I'm imagining how this would play out in, yeah. a, in a Halo game. Yeah. And I think it would be heavily on the armor and the, the equipment and probably even the vehicles that you... I think you'll be able to customize weapons. Yeah. Uh, kind of how I'm seeing it is the whole game is going to take place on... Uh, I think it's Halo... What was it? Hel- Seven. Seven, I yeah. think. So it's just going to be a huge, wide-open Halo. Yeah. And you're going to be tasked with... You know, talking to NPCs across this halo and doing various jobs. Yeah. Go to this place and eliminate this squadron of Covenant. Yeah, Go to this yeah. place and... Participate in this battle. Yeah, yeah. Things, you know, things like that. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm envisioning it going Assassinate down. this general for yeah. the Covenant. Stuff like well, that. Well, and obviously there's going to be some overarching story of why you're there yeah. and what's going yeah. on. And, uh, but I mean, it would be really cool, I think. If you you know if you can wander the entire Halo, well, and it would give Halo replayability again. Yeah, which which the series has been sorely lacking for quite a while, other than the multiplayer. You know, it, yeah. it would give the the sing, single player portion, which would now become co op basically. And it would finally get me to play a Destiny game. <laughs> so three forty three also confirmed the four player. Sc- split screen is already in the game at this point in development and i think it was halo 5 took a lot of flack because it didn't have split screen they said it had no split screen i believe yeah so they came out and said already at this version of the game they've already got it so i think i really think that 343's treating infinite as like we have to go all out with this game like this is like we would keep calling it their god of yeah. war moment like yeah. we need to this, blow the, a love blow letter to the fans. Like, yeah. hey, we heard all your complaints about all the other games. Well, more than that, it needs to reinvent the franchise. Oh, and I think it will do that, too. I mean, especially if it's like a Destiny fight yeah. now. So, so we'll see. I like how 343 is slowly starting to talk about this game. Like, you know, saying that four-player split-screen isn't that, is in, isn't that big a deal. It's not breaking news. But it's a very positive sign that, like... Yeah. Well, especially for the They're just saying it in the middle of nowhere. It's not a big deal. They're just like, oh, hey, just so you know what's happening. To me, though, I do sort of wonder if if it is a Destiny-type game, will it also have other modes, you know? Oh, sure. Will it have straight-up, you know, Deathmatch? Oh, yeah. They can't get rid of that. Will it still They can't. And I think the Well, Destiny does. The the four-player... Uh, split screen seems to suggest and that it will. They, they've already laid the foundation for that because in Halo 5, if you remember, all the multiplayer <clears throat> was under like Spartan Ops. Yeah. It was like simulations on the Infinity, the yeah. ship, the Infinity. So that's what will happen. I, I, I also wonder if we'll see a zombies mode in the form of uh, the Flood. They should. <laughs> and, they should. And if we'll see, um, what else, Battle Royale. 
They keep saying that they're not doing battle royale. Okay. They say the only BR they're interested in is the battle rifle. <laughs> That's literally what they well, say. Well, I believe them. I'll believe it. I, mean, I think if they're going for a full re-envisioning to this scale, I don't think they need to. If they yeah. were making a yeah. if they were making a standard Halo game, I'd say absolutely they should do it. But with a re-envisioning like this, unless it's something more smaller scale, kind of like Counter-Strike's, yeah. I don't think they need to do it. Um, I'd I play think it. Right. I think you're right because this is going to be, you know, like we said, it's going to be competing against Destiny. It's going to be uh, competing against uh, Anthem. Yeah. And neither of those games obviously have Battle Royale. Yeah. So. Anthem doesn't even have PvP. There's yeah. no multiplayer so. at all. Well, not multiplayer, but competitive. Competitive, yeah. So, yeah, I guess you, you're not likely to see Battle Royale in this. So here's a VR announcement for you. Bioshock VR is supposedly incoming. This has been heavily hinted at. It's pretty much confirmed, but not quite official. Uh, I assume, they haven't said, but I assume this is just the first game basically playable in VR. I think this is a smart move. I think that's a game that I actually would like to play in VR. Because it was a very atmospheric game. Yeah. and I, uh, I feel like a lot of these VR announcements, though, they're, they're, they sound more exciting than they really are. Oh, usually. Well, this... The Borderlands 2 one, I don't understand at all. Oh. Like, why? That's Jeez. not a game I want to play in VR. Yeah. I don't get it. I, I saw a commercial. So random. And I saw a commercial for it. I'm like, yeah. who's paying for a commercial Tony. for a VR I see version commercial of, of all Borderlands? The time. I see that commercial. It's a great com- commercial, by the way. But it doesn't look any... Um, the, <laughs> Borderlands does not play like that. <laughs> yeah. It's a misrepresentation but, of the I mean, game. It, but it's cool. I mean, like, yeah. when, when I first saw it, I was like, wow. Like, I knew that was the Borderlands girl. Yeah. And, um, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was a good idea. I mean, you're right; it doesn't. Yeah, it's not really representative no. at all of the game. But you know, obviously, Sony's um, marketing right now is like you're in the game, and that's yeah, what it's yeah, going yeah. For, so, all right. So, Deep Silver. These are the developers of Dead Island, or the publisher of Dead Island. Excuse me. Has supposedly pulled Sumo Digital off of Dead Island Two. So, Dead Island came out what ten years ago now. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's not 10, I don't think, but quite a few. They've announced the sequel forever. So they're pulling Sumo Digital, who was the game's third developer, off of the project. They're now putting it into a fourth developer. Sumo Digital, they always seem to be sort of the the Johnny on the spot of the industry, right? Well, they're the Crackdown 3 developers. I know. like It just seems like they're they're everywhere where somebody needs a new developer. (laughs) It's always Sumo Digital that steps in, right? I mean... It's puts the game in development Sumo. hell, apparently, well, because yeah. Crackdown 3 was yeah. in... But, I mean, it's, it seems like it's always Sumo Digital that they turn to. Like, when they're going to switch, they're going to they're gonna pick Sumo. And, obviously, it didn't work out here, but, you know, they're, they're already the third developer. Yeah. Um, that's not usually not a good sign. So, I was going to say, here's our God mode moment. You you predict it. What are the chances that that Island 2 ever gets released? Um... <clears throat> Well, they seem pretty dedicated to it if they're going to go to a fourth developer. So, I'll give it at least a 30% chance. <laughs> yeah, it's that low still, though? Yeah, and that's raising it because they seem pretty dedicated. And what are the chances that it sucks? Uh, about 100%. <laughs> I was going to say, chances it comes out 100. Chances it sucks 110. <laughs> the first game was so... Terrible. It was one of the worst games you I ever... You think sending us a review copy? It was yeah. one of the worst games I ever paid money for. Um, oh, yeah, and, I and know. I remember going... When people got hyped about the I announcement of the first the, um, one... Did you buy it? Yeah. See, now I got it off of the uh, Games with Gold. I got it like when it first and came it just, out. Oh, God, it was so bad. I remember when it got announced. Remember the trailer? 
the debut trailer Not with like really. the the girl that falls out the window in slow motion. Oh yeah. And yeah, everybody yeah. was like hyped through the roof. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, this is a CG trailer. Yeah. Why are you excited for a CG trailer? Second of all, this is a a developer that had like never made a game. And a publisher that was brand new. It was such a bad game. And it was so terrible. And the people, I don't know why people hyped it so much. Yeah. Like, why? I understand it was like an open world zombie game and that was exciting, but like, the, 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 like the signs were there. This game's going to be crap. And everybody fell for it. Like, yeah. The gameplay, the story, the writing, the voice acting, the graphics, every single thing about that game was bad. There was no redeeming feature whatsoever. And here we are. Ten years later, <laughs> waiting for Jedi on two, and I don't know why. Uh, yeah, there's so many. I mean, I think it sold well. This this is really the year of like, why is this happening? Why, yeah. why is this being made? Well, it's, that's the thing is like, I feel like now they've lost all their steam. Yeah. Like two or three years after the first one, maybe, but it's so long since the first one. Now, you know, you know a game I always confuse uh, Dead Island with is um, Dead. What is it? Dead by Daylight. Death Dead by Daylight, Daylight is uh, totally different. Or is it Dying? dying, dying you're thinking of Dying Light, yeah. That's like a zombie game, I think. But <clears throat> parkour. Yeah. And Dead by Daylight is like a multiplayer, like Left 4 Dead style type yeah. game. Well, okay. No, it's definitely Dying Light. But Dying Light 2, they announced at E3, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And it, like they didn't even show a single zombie. No, I don't think it, so. Right? Like it's about, it's like about. Um, wasn't it about like a revolution like a of some yeah, kind? It's like yeah, it's a cult or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, did that game come out? No, I don't think so. I think it's like next year. Yeesh. Because the first one actually got like uh, built up a fan base. Yeah. I mean, put it, put it that way. I always confuse the two games. It has they, all, they looked so similar to me. I'm not really interested in either. No, me neither. <laughs> Definitely not Dead Island too. That's for sure. <laughs> so Cliffy B, the creator of Jazz the Jackrabbit, Unreal. And Gears of War, Lawbreakers, and I forgot the name. But what was his Battle Royale that came out and then got closed like two weeks later? Radical Heights. Oh, God. I would never have gotten that. <laughs> I, I bought it, so I remember now. Uh, he's a legendary game designer who kind of fell on some hard times when he opened his own studio. The highs and the lows. Yeah. And now, you know, he swore off game development sometime since we started this podcast. He said he's never doing a game again. He hates the gaming community. It's too toxic. <laughs> he runs his mouth a lot. Yeah, he does. So he says that he's going to be announcing his new career move very soon and that it's not gaming related. So you call it. What do you think, he's, what do you think his new job is? He's a very flamboyant guy. Like as far as his bombastic, I guess. Porn star, I don't <laughs> That might that might fit the bill. Uh, I don't know either, honestly. It's it's gonna be something where he's still in the public eye. He yeah. he doesn't like. He's not well, gonna be like a he quiet. Could go do some like in in the movie industry. That's or what TV I was, industry. Or, he's got a ton of money. It seems like it's gonna be something in entertainment still. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like he's gonna be in the public view yeah. still. Whatever he's doing. Um, I don't know why you'd hire him for. Because he's never been. I mean, like, I was thinking great like, maybe like IGN or something, but he says it's not gaming related, yeah, so yeah. it can't be like well, unless it's like a movie, movie side. Thing. Movie side. Yeah. I think he wants to get away from that culture altogether. Yeah, though. I think so. I, I, I don't think Cliffy understands that the the trolling that he constantly gets, the backlash. Yeah. Is because he provokes people with what he says. Oh yeah. 
And I don't I don't know if he gets the, if he understands that no, and I then acts like does. he doesn't. Yeah, I think like he probably he, does. He plays understand. the victim. So well, you know how it is. You you have a belief, you share it. Even if you know it's going to incite people, yeah. you share it, and then... But you then know, he cries when the people... Well, yeah, exactly. Then out. sometimes you get way more backlash than you anticipated, but you're not moving off of your position, because that's right. what you believe. Right. So then, so you're just sort of stuck. And see, I'm not, I am not by any means, like, I do think, I do wish you'd kind of, like, put a muzzle on a little bit. I don't yeah. think he should hold his thoughts in, because, like, this guy is a really a legendary game designer. I know. By all means. I mean, you, you think of all this epic news, and it's really because of him. He put epic on the map. Yeah. He, Without Cliffy epic being, is, epic doesn't exist. Epic is the house that Cliffy built. Yeah, and but everybody now just knows it as the house that Fortnite built. Yeah. And Cliffy B announced Fortnite on stage. Yeah. He wasn't the designer behind it, but he was originally who they sent out to announce that game. Yeah. Because he was the face of epic. And I, I do feel bad for him because the guy is so talented. I, I mean, know. everybody said that Lawbreakers played very, very well. It was a great arena shooter. Yeah. It just had, like, an art style that it was really dude bro. Very, very bland. And it was bland. Yeah. And, um, you know, had he had... Great a, everywhere. Had he That's had all a, I remember of that game. Had he had a bigger budget, had he had the epic budget, I think that game would have been totally... It's probably still be being played today. And I think that was his mistake is he... Um, he was still using the epic formula without the epic money. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I think that was his greatest mistake. Well, and he signed on with like a bogus publisher. Was that like Nexon Company yeah. or whatever? Just, yeah, weird. Yeah, I mean, he needed a stronger partner. And I heard that he went to Microsoft with Lawbreakers and wanted to make it PC, uh, Xbox exclusive and uh-huh. wanted Microsoft to publish it. Microsoft turned him down. Uh, this was probably still in the Don Matrick days. And then it ended up coming to PC and PS4 because he was salty. He didn't want to make an Xbox version because he was upset that basically he needed Microsoft's help and they said no. Yeah, it's kind of ironic. It was really sort of a question of timing probably um, more than anything. Because, I mean, he was obviously close with Microsoft because of Gears of War. Yeah, he just uh, came at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's really interesting to think if things might have been different if he came a few years later. I do wish him well. I just kind of hope that he stops saying stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I am considering a translation error. It was all over Reset Era today. The CEO of Moon Studios said in an interview in a non-English language that there's already news coming that will shock the industry. And I think this is a statement that's just being taken way out of context. Because everybody was going, oh, he's uh, Ori's going to be in Smash. And Ori's going to win multiple multi-platform. And <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I think this is probably just like... I know, you, what, I know what it is. Let me tell you. It is... Ori is going to be an Epic Store exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> like every other game. It's the IP is owned by Microsoft. Yeah, I know. That's, so... That's... Yeah. I don't. I just think he's probably saying like, you know, maybe it's like all that it's releasing in two weeks type deal. Like, you know, it's gonna shock like that kind of shock. I I can't see them doing something with this franchise from a gameplay perspective that's gonna be like revolutionary. It's a two D Dark Souls like yeah. platformer. Unless the game ends with like evidence that Bigfoot exists or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. real evidence that Bigfoot exists. <laughs> 
Maybe they'll finally explain. Hey, did you like this game? Well, here's evidence that Bigfoot. Well, maybe they'll finally explain what the hell happened at that tower down in New Mexico, where they evacuated it for the, weeks. Do you remember? Grays. You remember? I think they finally did explain what that was. It well, was I'm nothing, sure they did. It was nothing good. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm sure it was a gas pocket that was reflecting light off the <laughs> whatever. No, it was much more terrestrial than that. But they, this is a family. Uh, <laughs> All right, Mark. Oh, so the Switch has officially been declared the fastest selling console of, the, of this generation. So it's selling faster than either the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox did in its initial, I think it was 18 months. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's a good sign for Nintendo. Yeah, although, I mean, PS4 is although the Wii up. did the same thing and then yeah. fell off a cliff. Yeah, but. I think it's different. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, the Wii was really a fan. The Wii had a gimmick, right? Yeah. The Switch doesn't really have that lame gimmick. I mean, the Switch has the same gimmick, but it's not... It has a much stronger base. Yeah, it's not built completely around that one gimmick. Right, right. So So Smash sold 3 million units in 11 days, which is quite impressive. Pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, it's so bizarre to me because it's really... What Smash Ultimate really is is the Wii U game Deluxe. You yeah, know? I mean it's more characters. It's, yeah, it's like a, a reworked version of that game, and I hated the Wii U version. Like I played that game, and I thought, why did I ever like this game? And yet playing it on the Switch, I mean, it, it feels like a completely different game. I just, I just have no can't interest. Put it down. I have no interest. I really I don't. I'm not trying down. to take away. I'm sure it's great. I just. I'm not interested in it. I'm anymore. just so glad. I that feel I, like once you played one, you played them all. I'm just so glad that I rediscovered why I like that game. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure. Did you get any leg cramps while you're playing it? No, <laughs> I stay hydrated this time. So PUBG Mobile, which many say is the best developed version of this game, and you know why? Because Blue Hole doesn't make it. Tencent does. Has as many active users as Fortnite. Wow. Two hundred million. So thirty million. Players a day yeah. are playing PUBG Mobile, which is mind-boggling to me. PUBG is on the comeback trail. Mind-boggling. Well, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> but that was mind-boggling to me. That 30 million people daily are playing the crappy mobile version of just any mobile. Yeah. <laughs> All mobile. Yes. Yeah, the crappy version. So remember that Xbox One keyboard from Razer you and I looked at like yeah. a few episodes back? It's called the Razer Turret mouse and keyboard for Xbox One. It's official now, and you can pre-order it, and it costs $250. The low, low price Which is of, really steep. The low, low price of nearly as much as you paid Considering, for your whole console. Well, you can get an S for on sale for, wasn't it $199? Yeah. So the, the mouse and keyboard for it costs more than the console. And, I mean, there's strong rumors that uh, a discless... Uh, Xbox. Do we know if it's the S or the X? Well, I thought that was going to be next gen. Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, I thought they were going to rework it. At least they might, but, but you never know. I mean, it would be, it'd be nice if they did. Yeah. Uh, get. I mean, it would. It'd be a good way. If they to, were going to release new hardware in 2019, that would be it. It'd be a good way to get. Well, if they're going to have the streaming box, you you would want the streaming box at the very bottom. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could. You could probably that. do the discless for 150. It would just be kind and of the weird. streaming for 99. It'd be kind of weird to have the discless and the streaming box be dirt cheap, both 
but have you know different functionality. Yeah, I, I think you'd want like fifty more dollars for the discless version because yeah. it's gonna perform better. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could they could do two ninety nine for an Xbox One X with no disc drive. Yeah, maybe they could even get down to like two forty nine. I don't think they'll release an, another iteration of the X. I think they'll just keep it. This is our premium console. I think it'll be the S. Because you the, think it'll be the S? Yeah, I mean, if you want an X. It just seems that extra weird because, $50, I don't think they're... It just seems weird because, you know, obviously the S and the OG Xbox One... I think they'll price cut the right. X next year. But, I mean, you can you can get rid of that nightmare 100%. <laughs> you can keep the X yeah. and, you know, obviously the, the streaming box and, uh, and then have the Scarlet or Anaconda so or I, whatever snake. I realized what... Why that mouse pad? Remember I was talking about how small the mouse pad looks? Yeah. It's because you have to put... It's like a big board you have to put on your lap to hold the key. And it, because they're envisioning people playing yeah. it on no, that's the actually, couch. That's really interesting. So you're sitting was, there like this. I was trying to imagine what, what they Me were. too. Well, I was sitting there thinking, if I wanted to do this, how would I set it up? Because my Xbox is in my living room. Yeah. So I'm sitting there thinking, well, I could try to move a table. I mean, I could do it. My setup is, for my X anyway, is, is it is at my PC table. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I could easily just, you know, plug, yeah. in, plug in my mouse and keyboard. Right, right. Um, but they're but for most accommodating people, to the living yeah, room. Yeah, I mean, consoles are still mostly in your living yeah, room. So yeah. I was wondering how they were going to get around that. Yeah. Well, there it is, and it's 250 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, really has to make you wonder what the success rate will be for it. Yeah, I mean, I think p- most people will just continue to use their own mouse and keyboard. Yeah. Pay the. So I do sort of wonder: does does Microsoft sort of view this like since they're not doing VR? You know, like Sony has VR, mm-hmm. and that you you're supposed to dish out two ninety nine or two forty nine or whatever. Since Microsoft isn't doing that, I wonder if they sort of view that as like, okay, well, we're not going to ask you to pay two forty nine or two fifty for this VR headset, but we're going to ask you to pay two forty nine for this mouse and keyboard set. Well, it's just so much cheaper to just use the mouse and keyboard you already have for yeah. your desktop. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if they see it internally as you know, we're going to have mouse and keyboard, they're going to have VR. You know, and we're betting that if, mouse and keyboard games are going to be more. If they're going to VR. do that. Which I hope they do. They need to invest more in it. They got to get more yeah. games to use mouse I and agree. keyboard, and they got to bring games over from PC that use mouse and keyboard that aren't already on. They Xbox. really got to do like um, what they did for Connect. They sort of have to really get behind it and make it like. But then they hey, let it die is... in two years. Yeah. Well, I mean, originally how they rolled out Connect. That, that's what I mean. Is like they got to like go after like they got to bring like League of Legends to yeah. Xbox or something. I think they really like need, they to need to distinctive branding. Right. They need to right. you know commercials, a big blowout. And yeah. so far we They need to that. take games that like console gamers who don't own a PC have always looked at and been like, "Oh, I want to play this, but I can't." Yeah. You know, cuz it's they need to take games like that and put them on on Xbox and make it the only console where you can play it without having a gaming PC. Yeah. If they want it to be a big deal, that's what they got to do. Mm-hmm. And I, they could. You know, I think it would be really... And we, you know, I don't know how many generations we've said this, but it seems like, especially next gen, maybe we'll see... I don't know why they don't position the Xbox as like, hey, this is 
our equivalent to the Mac Mini. Yeah. You know, like this is this is your PC. Yeah. You know, it, I don't understand why they don't do this because it's already a popular brand amongst young people. Yeah. So why don't you just sell them a full computer that's also an Xbox? That, I don't know. I don't. Maybe Especially they will. are gonna have mouse and keyboards. Maybe they you, will. And then they and because it just checks so many boxes for them. I'm stunned yeah. they haven't done. This it seems before. like it's where they're going. It's just gonna take time. Yeah. So I don't I'm know. I'm just stunned they haven't done this yet because yeah. it just seems to make so much sense for them. Especially yeah. now more than ever. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it. They need to get to a place where you could buy an Xbox game and stick it in your PC and just play it on your PC. Yeah. Like and. Well, you know, because like I was saying, I, my Xbox setup is at my PC. Yeah. I got looking at it the other day, and I was like, well, what if what if this Xbox was the only machine that I needed at this PC to have a PC? Right. I mean, that would be so cool. And it, it's so doable, and I don't know why they haven't done it. Yet. Yeah. Well, play anywhere and stuff. I hope they continue to push that. And that fits right in with this mouse and keyboard thing. It totally fits. You yeah. can go to your Xbox and play it with a PC or a... Controller, and then go to your PC and play with a mouse and keyboard. I mean, they or already play with a mouse and keyboard on your Xbox. They already and, have like all these same apps as the PC. Yeah, that's what I mean. They need to like merge they them. They have a browser. Yeah. All they really need is like Microsoft Word. Yeah. Yeah. And then like a yeah. kid at college, pretty much, literally just buy an Xbox. Yeah. And have that be their PC. Yeah. That's cool. That's true. So I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand why they've never done happen. that yet. Maybe it'll happen. So here's my favorite news of the week. Buffalo Wild Wings is opening esports themed locations now. They've opened two already, and they're going for two more. And I want to pitch them that their fifth one needs to be in Binghamton, New York. <laughs> oh, they already got. Didn't, don't we have a Buffalo Wild I don't Wings think now? We do. Do we? I feel like we have everything on the park I know, right now. But I don't think we have Buffalo Wild Wings. Maybe we don't. I've been waiting. We got a Popeyes. And we are in the same Chipotle. state. We are in the same state as Buffalo. How do we not have. Yeah, that's a good point. Discord just raised $150 million in new private investments. The company's now worth over $2 billion. We were just talking about last episode how apparently Microsoft was considering buying them. And you know, now that we're talking, I got thinking about this week. We got talking about that. And now we're talking about Microsoft trying to blend Xbox and PC. Oh. Discord would be the perfect way to do that. If they just made, let's say you take away the current Xbox Live messaging system yeah. and replace it with Discord yeah. and it would go both ways. I, You know, I was playing with Discord the other day yeah. just because I figured, you know, I probably should know something about yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, so I was playing with it. I swear to you, I have no idea how that system works. Oh, it's easy. Um, it's easy. But, you know, I, I could say the same thing about um, Snapchat a few years ago. I, I remember I got yeah, Snapchat yeah. like a couple years ago. I opened that app. I had no idea how to make it work. Discord's easy. And Discord, it's just like a chat room. Discord, much the same thing. It's I, a chat room. I, I cannot figure out as their tail. It's the new AOL Instant Messenger. And so, can it can it replace clubs, like the Xbox clubs? Yeah, good. I mean, it, it seems like it'd be a good idea because nobody uses clubs. See, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like Microsoft waded into like the the social side of you know yeah. gaming. Hasn't worked out so far. But, well, they kind of put it out there and then just said, ah, here you go. They didn't really push it. It seems like it would be a smart idea for them to buy Discord, rip out all that stuff. Just you think they'd spend $2 billion? Oh, easily. Do you think they would? Oh, yeah. I don't think they'd flinch. $2 billion, that's nothing to them. They that's, spent 3 on uh, yeah, Minecraft. That's pocket so. change to them. 
I mean, they're Mojang. sitting on a huge amount of cash. So, yeah. You know, they don't well, care. the world's most valuable company now. Yeah, so they don't care. Two billion, that's nothing. Well, maybe not. I mean, after they the, paid that much for Minecraft. Maybe so. not after the stock market today. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> so Godspeed Stories. This Star Citizen game, I've been hearing about this game for so freaking long. I still, to this day, do not know what the <laughs> heck it is. It's a crowdfunded game. Jeez, two hundred eleven. That's taken on forty. It just took on forty six million in new private investment. It's taken on two hundred eleven million in crowdfunding, and they're targeting quarter two twenty twenty for the beta. I think this game's been split into like two or three different games. Was this the game that the guy who played Luke Skywalker was in? Like he's an NPC in it. I have no idea. What's his name again? um, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Um, my question is this, um, do you remember that quote, uh, what was it, too, too late to explore the seas, too early to explore the stars, or whatever it was? It was, uh, born too late to explore the earth, born too early to explore the universe, born just the time to browse dank games. Well, this game, this game is like that, except instead of dank To games, me, I, I see this, and I'm like, this is the new No Man's Sky. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, this is like No Man's Sky times... But, but I'm saying it, times I'm saying million. it in the capacity that it, it's going to come out and it's not going to be anywhere near what well, people were expecting. I think it's expecting. already out there, isn't it? There's like some weird alpha. It's a beta that, or whatever. There's yeah. like an alpha, but it's like it's like an hour of the game or yeah, something. Well, it's not even a full. From my understanding, from my understanding, what is it? It's, is it an exploration? It's game? as close as you're going to come to seriously exploring this, the universe in your lifetime. Um, that, that sounds. See that so, I take that as a line of bull immediately when I hear that. I'm like, no. no. But it, it's supposed to be like an ultra realistic, you know, like star. So you're gonna fly around nothing yeah, for the next hundred years. I, I heard that. <laughs> Nothingness. I remember hearing that somebody saw something in the game that yeah. suggested there was extraterrestrial life in the game. Yeah. And like it was a big deal. They didn't even find the actual life, but they yeah. found something that like hinted that something else is out yeah. there. Yeah. And that was a big deal because, like, up until that point, I guess nobody else had found any sign of alien. That's life. what I mean. What are you gonna do? Fly around be the Earth for ten years? Yes, I, I don't know. I mean, hey, you gotta remember, games like, you know, toilet cleaning simulator, goat simulator. Yeah, like, goat simulator is great. Farming simulator. Yeah, yeah, you know, like they they get yearly truck releases. simulator. Yeah, Amtrak simulator or whatever. <laughs> They get yearly releases, and they sell millions, so That's don't true. think there isn't a huge crowd of people that just want to sit at a game where you do nothing. You slowly watch stars drift by. And never oh, there's a piece of space trash. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean... I just released my toilet water into the <laughs> space. So, here's just... This isn't news so much as a tip. If you've got Twitch Prime right now, you can get a Devolver, Devolver Digital pack for free. Yeah. It has seven, I think, seven games in it. So Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami 2, Broforce, The Messenger, uh, like tons of great Devolver games. So if you've got Twitch Prime, just go get it. What about the game with the uh, the banana that dual wields pistols? Is that in there? Is that Shadow Warrior? I don't know. No. I, no. Uh, Shadow Warrior. I don't know what game that was. I remember the it kitten. Like, they, the kitten in a mech suit. They just showed it at like the last E3. I don't think. It's, or maybe it was one before. I think it's too new. Uh, so PUBG's new Vikendi map, the snow map's out on PC. It's also on the PTR on console. More on that later. 
And then uh, The Long Dark just released a big update. And I want to give them kudos to this because this is massive. I've never heard of a game do this before. They totally redid their entire game story. Like, totally revamped it. Because everybody basically said your story sucks. So they said, well, we're going to put a new story in. So they redid the story. Like, they rewrote it. New, new voice acting. They changed the mission structure, cutscenes, everything. And you know, I've heard a game. You know, there's plenty of games that update the the balance and add new features. I've never heard of a game saying we're gonna actually redo our entire story. So I don't know if the new story is any good or not. It just came out today, but I give them credit for taking that sort of feedback and just totally, you know, there it goes. There's a new story. Yeah. So it's time to do what I'm calling my backlog. So Matt and I are going to detail what is currently in our backlogs because everybody always jokes around about, yeah, you know, every, how extensive everyone's backlog is and how like you buy games on Steam, you never really play them. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I'll that's let, definitely one of the main culprits. Yeah, I'll let you go for Matt, do you want? Do you want to just, just run through all you, of them? You take... You I mean, take I, it in whatever direction to, you to, want. I had to break them down by concept. We don't want to spend too long and, uh, on that, but yeah, maybe um, list them off. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, so on PS4, I just bought Spider-Man yesterday, so that oh, did you? That's, that's moved to the top of the uh, to the top of the pile. So I got Spider-Man, the Uncharted Collection, Uncharted Four, the other Uncharted Four game, whatever. The it was DLC called. there. Yeah, uh, Persona Five. Yakuza Kiwami. There's one you're never going to play. No, probably not. Bloodborne, Yakuza 0, Horizon Zero Dawn, GTA 5, Shadow of the Colossus, which I'm nearly done with, but now that I'm playing Spider-Man, who knows when I'll finish it. Uh, I still actually have to finish it. Did you finish a game in 2018? Uh, I, I finished... You know, I was thinking about this. I actually did finish a lot of games, but uh, none, none of like the big ones for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, until Dawn... I'm almost done with that, but I ended up selling it on accident before I finished it. Um, on accident. Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, this is on PC. You're never going to finish it. On PC. Dragon- Admit it right now. You're never going to finish that game. <laughs> I swear to you, I will finish Dragon Quest Eleven. I'll definitely finish Dragon Quest Eleven before Final Fantasy XV. Um, Sid Meier's Civilization Six, The Typing of the Dead, Overkill. Jesus Christ. Mark of the Ninja, Vanquish, L.A. Noir, and uh, Skyrim. You never played uh, L.A. Noir back yeah. in the day? I, I bought it, but I still haven't played yeah, Of all those games, you guess which one I'd recommend playing the most? Skiro? No, Vanquish. That is an amazing... <laughs> that game holds up so well. Yeah. That is an amazing game. Yeah. What platform? For the PC? The new yeah, one? Yeah, I actually have it on both. Oh Xbox my god. You can now. finish it in like... It's less than a 10 hour yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, I, I've started it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my good. favorite third-person action games of all okay, time. Okay, now here comes the scary one. It's Xbox. Um, oh, that's only one console. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 7, which I'm nearly done with. <laughs> Silent, How many times are you going to say that? Oh, I actually wrote, like, which games yeah, I'm nearly yeah. done with. Silent Hill Homecoming. I am on the final boss in that game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Nearly finished. I'm in Mexico. It's extremely boring. Uh, Silent Hill Downpour. Haven't started that one yet. Dragon or Blue Dragon, Doom, Lost Odyssey, Metal Gear Solid Five, Forza Horizon Four, Splinter Cell Conviction. I'm almost done with that. Telltale's The Walking Dead season three and the final season. Dead Rising, Rise of the Tomb Raider, The Witcher Three. Probably will never finish that. <laughs> final Fantasy Fifteen. Probably never finishing that. 
Uh, Why would you want to? Batman Arkham Knight. I'm almost finished with that. Uh, on Switch, I got Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Death Road to Canada, Captain Toad, and Super Smash Bros. Captain. Did you already play Captain Toad? Didn't you already beat it? No, I never no? finished it. I, I had it on Wii U as well. Yeah, that's what I thought, I thought you finished, finished it. it. Oh, okay. I gotta tell you, it was a much better game on Wii U, I think, actually. <laughs> uh, so I got it on Switch, and I just haven't really yeah. been bothered to play it. That's uh, it. That's it. I highly recommend Vanquish out of all those. So here's here's mine. I did a similar format. I didn't separate it by platform. Uh, I got Wolfenstein The New Order that I've never started. Oh. Near Automata that I've never started. These first ones are games that I at least kind of want to actually play. Yeah. The Order 1886, which some people <laughs> would tell me I shouldn't want to play. Life is Strange Before the Storm. I've had it installed for like that's a year, true. probably. That, that, that's another one I got. Uncharted 4, which I can almost guarantee I'm never going to play. Pyre, Space Base DF9. This was a double fine game. I don't know if you remember that. Subnautica, Hollow Knight, Hack and Slash, and Ashen, which I have not started at all, but I installed it. Uh, I don't know if I want to put <laughs> what category I want to put Red Dead Redemption 2 in. I'm going to put it in my next category, which is games I have started and would kind of like to finish, but I likely never will. <laughs> so Bloodborne, uh, I really love that game. I did, it, it's too hard for me. Like yeah. I, I love it, yeah. but I, I haven't started it yet. I just I can't. If it had co-op or something, I'd be much more like if I had a partner to play it with with regular co-op, I'd play it more. But yeah, Dark Souls three, which I'm on the second to last boss oh, of, I but I know I'm never too. gonna finish I have it that as well. Dead Cells. Broken Age, also known as Double Fine Adventure, the first kickstarted game ever. I played the first episode, never played the second. Yeah. Reigns Game of Thrones and Minute, which is a Devolver game. That was that game where you only get to play it for a minute at a time and you just instantly drop dead. And you that's <laughs> I want to finish it, I know I never will. So then I there's here's all here's the reason why that I'm never gonna finish these other games. Because here's the list of live service games. That I play, have played, would like to play more, blah, 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 blah. Destiny 2, Let It Die, Overwatch, Fortnite, Ring of Elysium, The Darwin Project, Counter-Strike, Realm Royale, and Call of Duty Blackout. And but is there is there really a reason to list those? I mean, you can never actually finish. That's but that's what I'm saying. This is these are the reason why I will never oh, okay. play that, these. That's other the ones. actual category. Okay. Like those are the games that I play, oh, I and you can't finish. I know, and that's why I just continue well, for me, to a play. Six Siege, like every, yeah, every, right. Every time I just got an itch to play a shooter, I just play that. I that, I can't stop playing shooters. Like that's my I just <laughs> uncontrollable. Yeah. So. That's my backlog. That's that your backlog. No, that wasn't. I mean, bad. it's bad as in, look at all these oh, games no, we've paid for. I just but. realized I forgot another one. It was Tales, of, Tales from the Borderland. That's it. You should play that one. I yeah. highly recommend it. And that won't take you that long and That'll either. sort of lead us into one of our other things uh, coming up shortly. Which one was that? The uh, Wolf Among Us Season 2. Oh. Do you, want, do you want to cover that now? You want to skip ahead? Well, I mean, it would be a good pivot point. Okay. We? Well, we'll go into story time then. We'll, we'll go back. So some details came out. Did you read this story? Good segue. Uh, no, well, I just read it while you were listing that off. Okay. So, so here's here's the story about the Wolf Among Us season two, which you and I both loved the first season, 
If you and I both love yeah, a game, well, that says I, a lot. I love Wolf Among I mean, I never even cared about um, the Fables universe yeah. until I played this I game. I thought it looked cool, but I didn't care. Yeah, and I ended up buying the comics afterwards. And I actually thought the comics weren't actually as, as good. good as the game. So, so to preface it, Matt and I both played The Wolf Among Us. And I think we both put it, if not the top Telltale game, really close. It's yeah. a really good game. I mean, game. I haven't played Tales from the Borderlands, which is also usually Wolf Among Us one of the best. and Tales from the Borderlands are definitely my favorite. Yeah. Followed by Season 1 of The Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah, those three seem to be the big three. Yeah. So The Wolf Among Us Season 2 was announced, I don't know, two years ago probably. Uh, apparently it was barely even started when Telltale was recently closed. They had done concept art, and there was like a first draft of a script, but it never even made it past that. Uh, the budget was, quote, shoestring, even by Telltale standards. And even when the game was announced, the development team basically knew that this game was never going to get made. It was never going to get released. It was kind of just thrown out there to try to, I don't know, cover up the fact that Telltale was in such dire straits, I guess. Yeah. It was only going to be three episodes long as opposed to normally like five. Most Telltale games are five. And it was going to take place years after the first game. And actually wasn't really going to have a connection to the first game at all. It was just going to be, uh, well, here's the next adventure of Big B and was it Snow White? Yep. So uh, it's interesting to to hear about this game because, I mean... We don't know what the story setup was. It'd kind of be nice to know where they were going to go with it. Maybe one day we'll find that out. Honestly, but. this reading this, though, actually softens the blow. It's, yeah. It's not gonna you know it wasn't close. Yeah, well, no. I mean, not, not just that it wasn't close, but the fact that they were going to actually just sort of abandon the first game. Yeah, yeah. And do something else. Right. So, like, the first game, spoiler, ends on an incredible... Like cliffhanger. mystery, yeah, cliffhanger. Yeah. And if they were just going to abandon that, then I'm glad it didn't come out at yeah. all. Because yeah. like, I'm, I'm still hopeful that maybe somebody will sort of buy... Pick up the property. Tell, yeah, buy Telltale, commission it, and maybe then they'll change course and actually tell us something I about just hope somebody mystery. buys the property, and that's that'd be good enough. Yeah. Do you remember what the cliffhanger was at the end of... Didn't... The, spoilers. Somebody yeah. had been murdered in the beginning of the game which sets off the whole event right of the yeah, game yeah but then don't isn't the final thing you find out they weren't really murdered it was somebody that had a glamour on them yeah was it snow white they thought was murdered no it was snow white it was um it was, was uh, it the little mermaid or something? it was another girl yeah i can't remember but at the end you find out that maybe the this other girl that you're you know you're trying to save was actually the girl that was murdered. They used the glamour, it, right? Yeah, yeah. She Which, like, switched, changes your she appearance. It's magic that changes yeah, your appearance. Yeah, she essentially switched places with yeah. the person who was actually murdered. Right. And you, and there's a slight hint that that's what happened. You don't right. know for sure that that's what happened, but there's a strong hint that right. that's what happened. So, and if it is what happened, then why? Yeah, that's exactly. The why? And, and so, like, it was, it was a... You know, it's just incredibly well done for a video game. And to leave it on that cliffhanger, I, I've been dying to know. In fact, well, the universe was just really great. They really yeah. did a great job with it. And Bigby as a character was great. Wasn't there like a pig that lived in his, in his house with him? Yeah. Well, who was that? Was it, it one was, of the three little yeah, pigs? Yeah, one of the three little pigs. <laughs> and the pig had like a drinking problem yeah. and a smoking problem. And uh, 
you know, Big B wanted to kick him out. Yeah, because Big B was the big bad wolf. And yeah. he, was, he was responsible essentially for him being homeless. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. That's, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know what the sad thing is? Is the Wolf Among Us is actually going to be remembered for that gif of Big B like pole dancing that somebody made? <laughs> that's what's going to be remembered for. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we could have got the second. Story. Yeah, it, it's sad. It really is sad. It was a great game. So let's go to Did You Know? Did you know, Matt, that Hayden Christensen is still making movies? You remember no. Hayden Christensen, yes, right? Yes, everybody remembers Hayden. Well, do they? Well, I think so. He's he's in a new man called the a new man a new movie called The Last Man, and it looks terrible. It looks pretty terrible. But somebody out there is still paying him. Yeah, The Last Man. Isn't that a TV show. Well, when I first heard it, I thought it was your <laughs> Why the Last Man oh, thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. Not to be confused with Why the Last Man. All right. So Alex Jones is back with us for another episode of Did You Know? He has something that he'd like to tell us all. So we're going to we're gonna welcome Alex back I'm to sure the show. I, I'm sure I don't know whatever he's about to tell us. We're, we're going to find out. He's going to let us all know something that we really need to know. All right, thanks, Alex. Well, welcome back. Maybe we'll see you again in the future. Yeah, if you guys your, didn't know that, now you do. That's your moment of zen. <laughs> so what did you play this week? Uh, this week I was completely addicted to Smash still, and uh, as I said, I added in uh, Spider-Man. Did you actually start it? Oh, yeah. What do you think of it? <sighs> it's hard to say. I found I, that Insomniac's games usually start slow because you got to earn your abilities. Yeah. And once you get them all, it's like, Crazy great. I mean, I I thought, I, you know, I was thinking about, I played, I don't know, probably about three hours. Um, and my, my first impressions are the web swinging. I, okay, for me, let me, let me back this up. For me, the best Spider-Man game to date that I compare all others to is Ultimate Spider-Man back on the Xbox One and PS2 era. I love that Xbox game. Xbox OG. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The OG okay. original Xbox. Um, I uh, I love that game. Uh, the presentation of it was without a doubt the best Spider-Man game uh, t- until this one. Um, the web swinging in that game I absolutely loved. In fact, I, I still think the web swinging in that game, as I remember it, who knows what it's actually yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> go back and play it. Yeah, it probably won't be who as knows? good. Um, but I, I seem to enjoy it more back then than I'm enjoying this game. Web swinging. I'm, just purely web swinging um, that I'm enjoying the web swinging in this game but the combat the combat in Spider-Man PS4 whew, I mean this is good oh yeah this is this is how Spider-Man fights I mean it's it's unbelievably good it's I mean it blows the ultimate Spider-Man game way out of the water um, yeah I just really really like what they did with the combat it feels I mean it's it's really a rip off of the Arkham games. No, I'm so sick of that. But when you when as I played it, as I played it, I was like, you know, really, this is a combat style Spider-Man fights and not Batman. Yeah. It really made me look sort of down on the Batman games because when I got thinking about, it, I was like, well, Batman doesn't really. I mean, Batman's more of a bruiser. He's, yeah, yeah. He's not doing flips and all this yeah. other stuff. That's not really Batman. And I was like, but this is Spider-Man. Spider-Man is like. Because you can do like, you can bounce off a guy's head, bounce off the wall, you know, shoot a web down on him, 
you know, flip them up in the air. You do like, you know, I mean, it's just yeah. unbelievable. Like everything's light as a feather. Yeah, I mean, like you can just you know, chain stuff together that you would never imagine, and it just fits because that's how Spider-Man right. fights. Um, so the combat, they crushed. The presentation is very detailed, but the graphic style, I'm not, I'm just not a huge fan of. Yeah. It's not doing it for me. It's, it's a little too sort of realistic, subdued. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have done something a little more stylized. Uh, but other than that, I mean, so far, so good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I don't know if I'll ever play that one. I don't think I will. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I was sort of sitting there thinking, after a while playing, I was thinking, well, if this game wasn't an exclusive, would it still be sort of, you know... Heralded? Yeah. Would it be such a big deal? And I, I and truly, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it would just sort of be another Spider-Man game. Yeah. A more cinematic Spider-Man game, but yeah, I think it would be looked at more as just another Spider-Man game. Yeah. So I played a bunch of stuff this week. I'm going to talk about uh, the first one's Dauntless. So this is a free-to-play, basically, very much like Monster Hunter. It's got stylized graphics, and basically the only point of the game is slaying monsters but it kind of streamlines a lot I, I haven't played monster hunter a lot so i can't compare it as much but basically there's only one you go to one this one main city you take on quests you craft armor you craft weapons you queue up and then it puts you on these islands that are in the air like a zeppelin drops you off and the islands are really small like you don't have there's not any like crazy exploration or tracking uh-huh. it's much more streamlined than just the boss fights there's like very few loading times and the combat's really good. It's made by a studio that's all X Riot people, uh-huh. so League of Legends. And it's coming to console in 2019. It's still in early access right now, but I'm really liking it and it's free. So I don't know how far down the rabbit hole I'll go with it. Because I know like you, what you always say about Monster Hunter is like you start it and it's great and then it just the gets repetitive. Thing, yeah. But I'm enjoying it so far for what it is. It's called Dauntless. You should check it out. So this is what I was truly excited by this week. I can't, you know, I'm the battle royale guy now, basically. So Ring of Elysium, which is Ten Cent's PUBG clone, yeah. put out a new mode for Ring for Ring of Elysium, and this is finally an innovation for battle royale. And I'm All I can s- think of with that name is Mad Damon. Is that Mad Damon. <laughs> that Elysium movie. Mad Damon. This is the first innovation that battle royales had in a while, and this was really exciting to me. So. They released this mode called From Dusk Till Dawn, like the movie. Yeah. It has nothing to do with vampires or strippers, though. Lawsuit incoming. But it's it's a night mode. So the game takes place at night, and you can only play it in squads. So on the map, there's resources, like firewood, for example. And instead of a circle moving, what happens is every, let's say, six minutes or so, a storm comes across the whole map. And unless you're next to a fire that you have to craft that you have to keep it burning through the storm, you die. So you have to get resources, and the resources are visible on the map. Yeah. So what it does is it creates, it makes you move across the map a lot differently because you can't just, you know, get some weapons, get in a spot, and just kind of camp or um, just hole up somewhere. You you have to go after these resources or you're going to die to the storm. You yeah, know? that's pretty interesting. So it forces... There's like this whole sense of urgency because you can see, you know, you know how much firewood you need to last through the storm. If you don't have enough, 
you know that you either need to go to this place on the map and fight for resources, um, so and you've only got this much time to do it, or you need to kill another another squad and steal their stuff. You said this is free to play. Yeah, for PC only, and it's just really really different. It it's like we were in this one firefight. My squad was, and there was like thirty seconds until the storm came, so we basically knew. Okay, we have to kill this squad. We have to take their stuff in the next 30 seconds. Or both the squads are just going to die. Because mm-hmm. there's not enough firewood here to, to support both of us. So it just created this whole, like, okay, we need to fight in the next 30 seconds and be done with it. And then craft this fire. So, like, it just totally changes the pace of the game. Oh. And I think you're going to see other battle royales that totally jack this. And just, they'll put their own little spin on it. But it totally changes up the way the round because instead of taking 40 minutes it you know yeah. it, it's it's really fun and i'm glad that somebody finally took a risk and did something different, different. yeah uh actually my thought because this is something different was uh my my mind went back to that scum game is that is that game out oh yeah scum yeah it's I gotta out try that game <laughs> it's out I, I think it kind of fell off pretty quick uh I don't know what the population's like right now. It might be good. I'm not hearing about it anymore. So I also got to play the snow map. I had already played PUBG's snow map on PC. I like it a lot. The map is incredible. It's on the test server on Xbox. And I need to blast Blue Hole again. Because this game has been out on Xbox for over a year now. And it's still dealing with the same crap. When you drop it on the map, all the buildings look like Play-Doh. You can't see the guns on the ground. There's Kurt and I were driving across the bridge, right? So the bridge, we're driving across it. This is how all good stories start. We're driving across the bridge. (laughs) Well, suddenly the bridge loads out. We fall. The bridge loads back in. And we're now inside the cement bridge. And our vehicle just explodes uh, and we're dead. That's beautiful. And when you've played for 25 minutes and your game ends like that, <laughs> it's totally unacceptable. Like <laughs> This stuff didn't happen in Battlefield 1942 uh, 18 years God. ago. Uh, How is this acceptable? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't the computer that was killing us. It's just insane. It's I, I love PUBG, but I can't say enough bad things about Blue Hole as a developer. Like, they can't get... The basics. Yeah. Like, you've got so much money. Just pay some other technically savvy developer $10 million to fix your freaking... I mean, it's cute for a while. The the, the, jank the first few times of, it happens, the jank see you laugh. Yeah, but after a while, it really does. Once you once you're committed to the game and you're trying to win a lot and you're you know trying to get a lot of kills and stuff, when stuff like that happens, it's just totally... And now that there's competition, too. Yeah. And, you know, when PUBG first came out, you had... You had Fortnite and you had PUBG and that was it. Mm-hmm. And it's just totally like, please, for the love of God, please do something, Blue Hole. And I know they won't. Just today, on the P- they have this, they have the PTR and they put out these four really difficult challenges for the PTR on Xbox. Yeah. And if you accomplished them, you were gonna get these rewards in game. Well, after everybody has worked on these challenges for two days, which are only available for three, yeah. they realize that the rewards that they offered everybody aren't in the game. Oh, oh. That they're in the PC version. Oh, so they changed the rewards to the same crap that everybody's already got on the console <laughs> version. 
It's like, how does that happen? No, like, that is that is how unbelievable. Does that how happen? Can they have, especially with a game, you know, that makes so much money. Yeah, how does it happen? Hire some freaking people. Yeah, that cannot happen. All right, time to nerd out here, and one of them's not really nerdy at all. Did you watch the new Hellboy trailer? Yes. What'd you think? Um, you know, my first reaction was meh, but my second reaction was, you know, I I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board. I'm excited. Um, I'm not a Hellboy fan. I, I won't pose as a Hellboy fan. Uh, I didn't see the first Hellboy movie. I saw the second one. I liked the second one. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of the first one. Both well, the, the first two were okay. Yeah, the first one never really hooked me. I liked the second one more than the first, which I guess is kind of an odd thing. But um, I never really read the comic books. Maybe I'll start. But, you know, the my first reaction was I didn't really like the music in the, the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it just seemed more like more of the same of the the old ones. I don't know why. They well, I think reboot it. I think what they're doing is they're going in a more Deadpool direction. Is what they're trying to do. Like the humor, the first two definitely had humor and like yeah. tongue and cheek stuff. Yeah. But I feel like they're leaning on that kind of that sense of <clears throat> ridiculousness a little more. They're going the just totally. Yeah. I mean, it is going to be rated R. Is it? Yeah, I didn't know Which, that. Yeah, that blew my mind. I, <laughs> I will say that David Harbour, who now plays Hellboy, yeah. sounds exactly like Ron Perlman. You think so? Like I didn't realize how similar they. Talked. I didn't think he. I didn't think he was quite as good as Ron Perlman. I mean, we'll see. It was close. You can't judge it. it was on close tra- enough. You can't that, judge it. Yeah, it was trailer. close enough that I was like, well, why did they even bother? But, um, I think I still prefer the Ron Perlman. I watched look and sound. I saw a YouTube video, and it was Ron Perlman talking about yeah. And he wasn't happy. Well, and it's not that he has anything against David Harbour. He's no, like, he he's doesn't. a nice guy. Yeah. I have no problems with yeah. him. But he's more mad at like the studio. Yeah. Because... They didn't give him a third movie. And well, and they left the second one on a cliffhanger. Yeah. He was having a kid. Twins. Tw- yeah, there you yeah. go. And then, for some reason, they... Re- and, you know, who knows what the reason is. They may have had yeah. a good reason. They may have had a bad one. I don't know. Well, but. <clears throat> I mean, supposedly... I like David Harbour, so I want to support this movie. I do sort of wonder if... Um, I, I can't remember how well the second one was received at the box office. I feel like not very well. Yeah, I think so. But um, they weren't... They really... They were very different from the comic books yeah. themselves. Yeah. They were sort of like the old comic book movies and how... Yeah. You know, like... They would take the property and then they would just do whatever the hell they wanted. Yeah. And, uh, but now, you know, obviously comic book movies have moved in the direction of, hey, we're going to, like, essentially take... an overarching story. Yeah, we're going to essentially take the comics and put them on the screen. Right. There's going to be an arc here. That's what this one's doing much more than the the old ones. And so I have to wonder a little bit if if the creator of Hellboy, Mike Mignola or whatever his name is... I wonder if he sort of leaned in the direction of, "Hey, Could let's be. reboot it. Let's let's make it more like my comics." Right. Could be. Let's let's try to make it more like a Marvel franchise. Yeah. And I guess I guess the um, I guess the gun actually wasn't in the comics. Hmm. Because it's funny because that's what I associate with. Hellboy. Yeah, me too. And and I guess from what I understand, the gun wasn't originally in the comics. That's a movie creation, and it's it's pretty much like the only thing. That's sort of carrying over yeah, from yeah. the movie yeah. into this movie. And I guess they've since added it into the comic. I think he is a cool character, so yeah. I, I kind of hope it's good. Yeah, I really like the gun, so I'm yeah. so glad that yeah, they yeah. made it. Because the gun's cool. <clears throat> so, 
neither one of us have any inside information on this. We don't often talk sports stuff. Maybe a little bit of here and there. John Jones, the UFC fighter, is from the area that we're from. Like, literally, we've probably been to some of the same bars as John I has literally been. used to bowl with him. There you go. I, I used to bowl with him, uh, Chandler Jones, and, and Arthur. Arthur Jones. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you have it. So, John Jones, he's supposed to fight this coming weekend. And he is yes. fighting this coming weekend. Yep. They had Trace... Just not in Las Vegas. This guy... <laughs> so this guy, if you don't know who John Jones is, he's from Endicott, New York. He's considered one of the better UFC fighters of all time. He's, I think he's like 22-1 and one or something like that. And the only yeah. loss he has is a disqualification. Yeah. Um, so this guy has had... He's messed up so many times. He got suspended for using cocaine. He got suspended for using... Performance-enhancing drugs. He got suspended for DWI. He got suspended for yeah, he's, uh, he's leaving been, um, leaving the scene of an accident. He hit a woman and then fled the scene on oh, foot. I, I didn't even recall that. Yeah, he hit her with the car and then Jeez. fled. Wow, that's not good. Probably because he was drunk and didn't want to get caught. Yeah. So well, this guy's. We're not gonna speculate here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I just I honest to God, because he's from our area. Yeah. I want to support him. Like, yeah, I, I want to like him. I know. And I've given him, like, the, the benefit of the doubt, like, time and time again. Like, all right, he won't screw up again. He won't screw up again. He won't screw up again. And now he's got traces of a banned substance again. And they're saying that it's from when he used it 18 months ago. And I hear this, and they say it's sound. They say that that's actually what happened. But I've never heard of this happening before. What? Why doesn't then every guy who uses PEDs... Yeah. 18 months later, they don't test yeah. positive for it. Yeah, I mean, how could it not happen to other people? That, and I know everybody's body's different. Yep. But still, I'm because he's screwed up so many times. Yeah, he, he doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt. I can't anymore. give him the benefit of the yeah. doubt. I'm like, he's doing it again. And yeah. the fact that they just moved the fight, it's kind of shady. Like, well, we can't do it here, so we're just going to allow it here. Yeah. And... I, I mean, I really hope that it is from 18 months ago, but... And, you know, it, he was in court. It was ruled that he took it unknowingly. He didn't know if he was doing it. But still, like, this yeah. guy's just... he's had He had, like, the world in the palm of his hand, and he's totally squandered. Oh, absolutely. And... I still remember when he when he first won the title, I remember I, um, you know, I was, I was having dinner with my parents, and I said, oh, you know, did you guys hear... That a guy from Endicott won. And I said, and, uh, you know, my mom was like, oh, who? And I was like, oh, a guy named John Jones. And my mom went, oh, John Jones. Oh, that's, you know, I won't say his mom's name. Um, but, you know, that's yeah. that's her son. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, don't you remember? We used to go bowling with him. And I was like, oh. You know, and then the light came on. Yeah. You know, like, I, I knew the football players. I, I just, I don't know why. I, I don't remember him, really. Um but yeah, it was just so strange. Yeah. You know, kind of surreal. Like, yeah. Here I was like blown away that somebody from this area would be like a yeah. world champion. Yeah. And then to find out that, oh yeah, that was that kid that I was bullying. Yeah, yeah. That was even more surreal. Well, and, and see, this is what bothers me. It's like, we have people come from this area and succeed. But John Jones, you know, and he kind of makes us look bad. Yeah. Post Malone, which definitely makes us look <laughs> bad. I can't, that guy looks like the world's biggest dirtbag. Oh, bag. my God. Um, 
Did you know? You probably don't know who Tim the Tat Man is, do you? No, I don't. He's probably like one of the top, most top ten popular streamers yeah. in the world. Well, hey, at least we got Rod Serling. He lives in Syracuse. At least we got Rod Serling. Still. We do have Rod Serling. Tim the Tat Man lives in Syracuse. He's one of the biggest streamers in the world. I never yeah, knew well, that. Well, I mean, technically, Post Malone is from Syracuse too, right? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, <clears throat> but I'm a, I'm embarrassed about that. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, he comes from Pittsburgh yeah, or well, something. Hey, I don't want anything to do with it. It's not our town. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Just when somebody comes from this area of upstate, though, I always yeah. I always want to get behind them because it's like a good yeah, success yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And then you got like Post Malone with that nasty mustache and like <laughs> doesn't look like he's brushed his teeth in like ten years. And, yeah. He's, he definitely has a... Sorry, Post. He's cornered the market on the dirtbag look. Yeah, definitely. So, games releasing in the coming week. Nothing. Nada. There was like two there was like two foreign games for Switch coming out, which I couldn't even bother to put on the yeah, list. Yeah, don't, don't bother. So, that's everything for this episode. Next week, we're going to be doing our Game of the Year awards, which is going to be really interesting. I, I mean, neither one of us finished the game in 2018, <laughs> so that's not true. Yeah. But, uh... Well, uh, I think we'll do it as like we did our uh, like some of our lists. We'll go back and forth and you yeah. know, name our we choices. Should, uh, we should do, um, well, we'll discuss the next episode, I guess. Well, are, there, are there any categories that you don't see listed that you think we should do? Well, I mean, not just, oh yeah, most anticipated games of 2019. That was actually that, what I was thinking. Yeah. Listen, we should also look forward into yeah. 2019. Yeah. I think we should just do a whole segment on that early in 2019, too. We'll do one for yeah. the Game of the Year Awards, but we'll do, like, five for yeah. next year or yeah. something, or ten. Yeah. And we'll go back and forth. 2019 is looking pretty good. It's going to be looking pretty You think the backlog's bad now? Wait till 2019. <laughs> so that's it for this uh, episode 23, the LeBron James because Michael Jordan is a coward edition of God Mode Unlocked. And, uh... Happy holidays. We'll see you yeah. next week. Last episode of the new year. Happy of the holidays. Old year. Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll see you maybe next year. I don't know. Well, I think we'll have an episode next Hopefully. week. When does it come out, though? Yeah. No, Will it be cool. after? Well, I mean, we'll... Who cares? We'll Nobody's listening anyway. Yeah. Uh, see ya. Peace.